Oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone. Hello. Oh, no. Hello, welcome to Two Bottles In Podcast. Number one. Number part one. Part two. Number one, part two. We just, just to explain why we're laughing at the start of the podcast, <laughs> we just recorded an hour long podcast. It was amazing, insightful, we so educational. Good. And then the computer crashed and we lost everything. So <laughs> we called this podcast Two Bottles In because the idea is that we're not that interested in sober. So we <laughs> were going to drink two bottles of Prosecco and then press record, which we did we an did. hour ago. <laughs> and so now it's going to be four bottles in. We which are. will be more fun yeah. because we will just be hilarious and... More slurry. More slurry and burpy and... No, um, I said no burping. Well, I can't help what, you know, it's Prosecco, it's fizzy. <laughs> and the Prosecco that we're drinking tonight... Is... So it is from Lidl and it is £4.49 a bottle and we are talking about the Prosecco... Which is the vino, what was that? Spamante. There you go, there you go. So it's an offer at Lidl at the moment. And that's from Lidl. Yes. Product placement. (laughs) Um, So we're going to do it all over again, but it's going to be fresh and insightful and it's going to be so good. So um, we came up with some ideas of what we were going to talk about. And obviously, it's the end of 2016. Thank yep. God. Thank the Lord. But we're not going to be no negative and down. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But we do need to be honest. It's been a crap year. It's been 2000 shit, Steen. Yeah. As no. a friend of mine said the other day. Um, but it's not all been bad. So, Vix, uh, do you want to talk about like? What have been good bits about 2016 for you? For me? You went on an amazing holiday in August with a wonderful gay man. I <laughs> I went on a number of good holidays this year and obviously... All the with gay men. Epic, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, every single one of them was with gay men. Mm-hmm. But, so my name's Vix and, yeah, I pretty much live my life as a gay man. Yeah. More convincing as a gay man than I am, and I'm actually a gay man. I get educated. Gay educated. Gay educated. And so Philip and I met in uh, uh, a gay men's HIV charity about eight years ago now. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, that was uh, a fun time, I think, because I was there for five. How many years were you there for? I was there for five years. I was there for ten. No. Ten years. Are you serious? Just, just shy of ten years. You were there for nearly ten years. No, if I'd have stayed there another two months, I think I would so have we were both... rosette. Wow. So we were there at an HIV charity for... You were there for ten years, I was there for five. Yeah. And that's where... You worked in health promotion, I worked in marketing. And we became friends. Yeah. And discovered that we both liked... A drink. Drinking after work every day. Yeah. Um, Both from talk, Yorkshire. Talk, like talking about people behind their backs and um, just being nasty pieces at work. Okay, really. so you just totally made us out to mean girls. Oh, okay. 
But no, but I think we both come from a past of probably being the people that were mean girled. Yeah. And then we just we started our own group. <laughs> we and did. Picked on people. Let's not say picked on people. Let's no. just say that we observed and commented. Constructively criticised. Okay. Yes. Okay, we can go with that. Anyway, this is making us sound awful. Actually, we both have charities for God's sake. What do you want? We are really nice people. I know. Sounds believable. So okay, so. But your best bits of 2016. Yeah, I I struggle. I really do. I mean, I okay. Highlights for me. I went to see Adele. Yeah. That was pretty epic. And, the O2. Yeah, and that was pretty amazing. She, I don't know if you guys have seen any footage from Adele and her tour that she's doing, but oh my god, mammoth tour! And we both we both saw the Glastonbury. We weren't there, but we saw the Glastonbury performance. We saw the Glastonbury headline performance. It was the same day as Gay Pride in London, and I was working at Gay Pride as I have done every year for the last fourteen years. Um, but it was a horrible day. It was really rainy. Um, at the end of the parade and my friends wanted to drink and drink and drink and drink and I, I had one drink and I was like I've got to go home for no apparent reason and then raced all the way home to sit on my own in my flat with I don't know how many bottles of wine to watch it down at Glastonbury because I've been excited about it since forever and, um, and she yeah. did not let us down no she did not and I mean, we were we were talking to each other, weren't we? Through you were kind of giving were, me a running I commentary. I was WhatsApping you. I was WhatsApping um, another uh, gay man, another gay man, like you're a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we were like, because you go and see Adele. Obviously, she's got the most amazing voice, and her songs are absolutely beautiful. Um, but live. I think you go for the banter. You do. Honestly, when I went to the O2, I started filming, you know, because obviously now they can't ban you from doing any of that. No. And, you know, I started... it does annoy me. It Well, but there's a balance. There's a a healthy balance. Yeah. There is a healthy balance. And, you know, when when I went, you just are blown away by her voice, the fact that she's just stood there on the stage on her own. But I started filming more... Her chatting than 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 the songs. Yeah, her, she it's was hilarious. so funny and she was so natural and it was literally I felt like I was in her living room just having catch up with her. Yes, well, hopefully that's the aim. Um, so I don't think she likes performing live. Um, I think it's obviously with that kind of voice, it's very. Mm. Tested on the voice, and this is the first proper big tour she's done because yeah. I think she did lots of little tours with Twenty One. But her voice was a mess. She ended up having like surgery on her voice, um, and she gets incredibly nervous. Um, so I think her probably favourite bit of it is also just chatting to the fans. That's the only reason she goes on tour. And she got people up on stage. That was the amazing thing. And that she'd always get people yeah. on stage. She did that at Glastonbury as well. She got a little girl up. She got a, a woman um, who was from a different country, but she could see that she was visibly. Upset, so she got her on stage just to get her out of the craziness. Oh, there's somebody <laughs> at the door. There's somebody at the door. Philip, I'm gonna have to leave you because oh, I'm gonna okay. have to go get the door. Are we, <laughs> are we expecting coming. anybody? Is this know. a special guest? I don't know, I'm not sure. Oh, god, I hope it's not bloody carol singers. It better not be carol singers. Oh, 
I don't know who it is. Who was it? It was the Amazon man. Oh, at this time. I know. Just to let you know, we are recording this. It's now ten to seven on a Saturday night. That is commitment from the Amazon man. He he obviously, you know, wanted to make sure my parcel arrived and wow. not that I have any idea what it is. Oh. <laughs> Don't you do that? I kinda like Hopefully I do. not more Christmas decorations. <laughs> Look, my Christmas decorations are pretty epic. I transformed this house into... It's not... We're not talking, like, crazy American-style let's just throw up all of the house in a Christmas way. Not that there's anything wrong with Americans. <laughs> no, I have two... I, hold on, I have two American sisters, so... I know. I know. Who yeah. pictured with Donald Trump. I know, Chrissy. I know. I can't believe she was pictured of Donald Trump. So no. my, I Maybe have to. Maybe she was just comparing, like, trying to find her right foundation. Yeah, but did you see Chrissy's face on that photo? It did look awkward. She, bless her. So I have two American sisters, and I adore them. They're amazing, and they have the most incredible families. And I could not be more grateful that I have them. But <laughs> my mum sent me a picture of Chrissy my eldest uh, American sister, and she had a photo taken with Donald Trump. And she was at a, some, so they had mutual friends, and they were at a villains and heroes party, and Donald... (laughs) Which one was he? But he went as himself. Wow. Yeah. How funny is that? You don't have to dress up. And that's the thing, as much as I can't stand the man, he went as himself, so... I don't know who he's thinking he was, villains or heroes. I think we're going with villains, right? You, I mean, well, you, you oh, dressed up as Donald Trump. Hero for the rich. Hero for the rich. But you I dressed, dressed up as Donald yeah. Trump for Halloween because he's the scariest man on the planet. Um, but I had no idea. This was pre-election, obviously. Um, yeah. I had no idea. I kind of regret it now. But it was, it was like Brexit, though. Like, we all thought that there's no way that people can be that stupid. <laughs> that stupid, ever stupid. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, because I kind of, I tried to stay up for the Brexit vote, and then sleep took over, and then woke up at stupid o'clock in the morning, because I always do, and, um, it was just like, no! And then, but with the American election, there was no point where yeah. she was winning, it was just like, but oh the, no, no, But no, the no, crazy no, thing, no. the way that, and, and believe me, Philip and I do not want to go into politics, this is oh, not what we're about, especially when we're in, what, four bottles in? However, we only believe in part. The way that the Americans vote is so messed up because, like, if you look at her voting, she got the population vote. Two million votes ahead, apparently. So, how did he win? This is what's so crazy. How did the millionaire Donald Trump win with Bush on his back? I do not know. (laughs) But that's the weird thing is the way that they do it is so crazy, and I don't understand it. I mean, maybe there's people out there who do understand it, but. To me, it just didn't make sense, and he should. It's just won, like a but... bizarre joke that no one's let me in on. And what's really weird is that, like, you know, what I was because I went to a wedding in uh, September, and it was an American wedding in Italy, and everybody there was saying that, you know, he they didn't like Hillary, so they'd rather vote for no, Trump. But this is what thing. was that about? I don't like. Yeah, I don't know. Like. As, as Vic said before, we don't want to get into politics, but I think America, in my opinion, has a problem with kind of dynasties. 
So you had the Bushes and you had the Clintons. Yeah. And they just wanted a big change. And apparently the change that they wanted was to go from who I think is one of the best people on the planet to one of the worst people on the planet. Mm. Uh, it's not the change I would have voted for myself. I don't know who... like Because last week or the week before, Barack Obama gave like the Presidential Medal of Freedom oh, to Bill Gates, yeah. Tom Hanks, Ellen DeGeneres. Who's Donald Trump going to give it to? <laughs> I don't know. Some Nazis and the leader of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> Because that is not... Philip, you not, can't say that. That is not a good look. <laughs> but I then, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wind it back. We have not done that great ourselves. I mean, fair, we have Teresa. She's May. Did you shampoo. just... <laughs> um, just sang her name. She's May. Um, oh, I mean, ugh. She, she I voted... I was quite hopeful about her with her... Sp- First speech as Prime Minister when she was still no. sort of 10 down the street, which was like, I'm going to be a politician for the people. And she, she actually spoke about working class people like they weren't something that was stuck on her shoe. And then she's just stamped all over them. I just, no, I, I can't. It, to me, the, the, the nail in the coffin was when she voted against a gay marriage. And I mean, I'm a straight woman, but obviously, you know, my closest friends are part of the LGBT community. And ultimately, for me, she's a no no. Oh, she's a no-no hole. She's a totally no-no. <laughs> she's a no-no hole. Ho or hole? <laughs> hole. It's a no-no hole. You know, but... That's what some gay men might call their butt holes. <laughs> it's a no-no hole. Okay, well, that was a gay education. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't know about that one. Uh, many straight women would say that as well. Okay. You ain't going nowhere near my no-no hole. No, no. Um, Why? No, don't go there. I don't know, it's just... I mean, the whole Brexit thing is just so ridiculous. Because people just voted for lies. But like, the, everything is a lie. That £350 million pounds a week for the NHS. That's the thing. Oh, they don't oh, realise oh. how much money we get from the EU. I know. The EU funds and our Sheffield, NHS. Sheffield, my home city of Sheffield, voted to leave. Really? When, if EU funding hadn't happened in Sheffield, Sheffield would be two factories and some grassland. <laughs> And my father. <laughs> oh, we're going there, are we? Oh, we go. Oh, 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 God, we're oh, going oh, there. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 okay. No, my father voted to leave, and um, but then in the same breath he will go, "Oh, doesn't the outside of the train station look lovely now? It's like a wall of water, and oh, the Millennium Galleries and the Peas Gardens." Which the funding came from the EU. That's the thing, the EU gave us so much funding. They would be peaceful. There would be a wall of water outside the train station, but it would be a flood. (laughs) But they give us community funding. They give us local community funding. No. But anyway, I think we need to knock this because this podcast is not about politics. We'll get people that actually give a shit about politics going, you don't know what you're talking about. No, we don't know what we're talking about. We don't know what we're talking about. But we're just two human beings in the world. And we're four bottles in. Exactly. And we're slow. So, sha. So, whatevs. Tevs. So, anyway. Yeah. Best bits. You couldn't find any best I bits. I couldn't. It's awful, but I couldn't. I can. Okay. Okay, well, okay. If, if, if I can't find any best bits, you need to take that role. You need to take that. Okay, well, my 40th birthday. 
Oh my god, that was epic. Yeah. So your 40th was quite possibly one of the best parties that I've ever been to. And I'm not saying that just because you and I organised it. However, oh my goodness, you had an incredible venue. You had an amazing uh, group of people. The Bedford in Balham. That was a good pub, though. Great pub. Such and a no fun pub. no minimum bar spend. No. Thank you. And that was a great area. Like, the room we had good was fantastic. Area. The staff were brilliant. The Amazing. bar was good. But also... for DJs. But the DJs, you, we, 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 we brought them in. We brought in the House we, of Insatiable We did. We resurrected DJs. the retired... House of Insatiable Fierceness. House of Insatiable Fierceness. We playing did. the best in 90s R&B. Oh my god, that was epic. And you also had the most incredible performance I by did. your friends. Yes. That yeah, was so, awesome. Uh, I have a group of friends um, and whenever there's a big birthday, it has to be 30, 40, well, that's where we're here. Oh, 50. We've, 50. we've, 50. we've done a 50th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we will do a performance. So whoever that person loves musically, we will dress up as that person. We will do a dance routine. Not seriously, but we will put a lot of effort into it, a lot of rehearsals. And I have done lots of performances. I've been a performer. I've been Dizzy Rascal. I've been Sinead O'Connor. Danny I've Minogue. Been um, Danny Minogue, which I'm really. Um, oh come on, you got. Oh, we were awful. outside that bar when we were doing yeah. it for Tom's birthday, and you got asked if you were a woman. Like you got, you got mistaken for a woman. I know, which was obviously. <laughs> you know. Hey, that's Stevie Wonder for you. Um, <laughs> and, but I'd never had a performance myself. So my friends, um, Pete and Kaz, and Mike and Tolu, and Clive, and Dan. Uh, did a performance for me. They did Madonna, Britney, Christina, Missy Elliott at the MTV Musical Awards. Yeah, that was, was that was amazing. And then RuPaul came on, also known as my friend Clive. And then they did Express Yourself on the Bond Ambition Tour. It was just um, amazing. But the whole, not just that, not just the party, but the whole thing around the 40th birthday was just... Um, obviously not had a big birthday for 10 years. Just the it was just lovely to have that amount of love, and to feel so spoiled. We and had a good time. Like you know, you, Vix, took me out for gorgeous lunch at the Walsley. The Walsley, <laughs> which we celeb spotted. We did Giles Brandreth in the house. Yeah, and then we had who was the girl who I spotted? Um, from the Harry Potter, Chinese Scottish girl who was Harry Potter. Jenny Cho or Chan. Uh, I feel really awful Chan, Chan. that I can't say. Oh, God. But, yeah, so time. we had some good celeb spots, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just... Uh, so that was the highlight of my year. And also, I went on holiday. You did? Yeah. Yeah. With you. With me. <laughs> Which wasn't a highlight for Fix, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Um, so me and my boyfriend went to Vix's parents' place in Portugal that's a lot of peace that is a lot of peace and um it's gorgeous (laughs) and I couldn't believe that so your boyfriend's a teacher he is and he teaches in school and I could not believe that we went to where my parents live in Portugal and he came across someone who he who he taught oh always how is that possible 
It's, it's the, that um, was insane. It's the bane of a teacher's life that they can only go on holiday during school holidays and they were always... But we, that's... Because we went to Greece last year. That was crazy. And he saw one of his students there as well. I couldn't believe that. That was ridiculous. So, yeah. And also, just like, it's just ridiculous being a teacher. They work so hard and then they have to pay crazy amounts to go on holiday because they can only go on holiday during school yeah. holidays. Wow, well, Brexit coming, you don't know how much you're going to pay. I know. That's the thing, all the airfares will go. Less euros. But we're not going to go there. So let's go back to the fact that we're obviously four bottles in. We've done an hour which has just been lost because of some certain website, which we're not going to name because you never know. But we just watched before then, we watched a certain someone's carpool with James Corden, right? Carpool karaoke. And we watched your... Ultimate, my queen, the bound queen, down, the queen of two, to Madonna. Madonna. Madonna, yeah. So um, James Gordon's been doing carpool karaoke for a year and a half now. It's a loads of people. He's not. How has he got that many either. amazing people though? Because That's incredible. It's fun. It must it just is be so hilarious. Good. It doesn't take long. No. Um, he's only got one left to do. I think. In your eyes, he's only got one person that he's... He's done everybody. He's only got Beyonce to do. Beyonce? Yeah. Oh, my God. And that would be... Where has she gone? Where has she gone? She's still around, you know. She's still around. Really? She'll just... You know, she just drops the mic. Yeah. She'll just drop it. And you'll be like, a new album! But but seriously, like, let's go back to Madonna. She did, like, a leg split in the bloody car. She put a leg up to the... If there'd have been a sunroof, it would have gone through it. And she got, she hung outside the car. I don't know if you guys have seen the oh, Madonna yeah. carpool, but you, sh- you seriously should. What was she doing? <laughs> like She's that just was very epic. bendy. But she did things that we couldn't do, and Mm-mm. like she's old enough to be both of our mothers. She really is. She really is. Yeah. So. Um, that was quite possibly one of the best carpools it ever. Was However. Good. And then we got into a YouTube cycle. We did. You know, when you just can't stop. And you're like, oh, well, especially when there's two of you. Oh, my God, like, yeah. Oh, my God, you need to see this. And oh this God, is the thing. There was things this. that I hadn't seen. There's things that you hadn't seen. So, so I hadn't seen the Madonna carpool, so we watched that. And then we went on to... And then it just led into Lady Gaga. Yeah, and you hadn't seen that. Which I haven't seen. But you have a thing with I Lady Gaga. Uh, we have a love-hate relationship. But you're she willing. Loves me. Okay, I so, hate you're, her. so you're. So no. you. Ooh, girl. No, I don't hate. Don't her. throw some shade at Gaga. I just sometimes feel like she's shouting at me, and I don't know what I've done. But you're willing to dance on the dance floor to her. Yeah. Kind of. Old school. Could never dance a ball this way. Oof. But uh, bad romance, poker face, just dance, all that, all, all the early stuff. But like her. Last on Perfect Illusion, I was just like, stop shouting at me. Stop shouting. I don't know what I've done wrong. It was a bit too yelly. Um, I, she's an amazing singer. Amazing singer. Better voice than Madonna. I will put it out there. Um, but I just don't oh, get the fuss, really. I thought she was amazing to start off with. And she had this amazing team around her. And then the team left. And then she just kind of carried on but didn't have all the amazing outfits and different performances like every time she performed a song 
on TV. It would be a different performance. But hasn't she density, taken hasn't she taken Madonna's evolution and yeah. in reinvented it? I'm not saying that she's better or worse, but I, has she rein, She's kind of taken on the way that Madonna has reinvented herself year on year. I think the thing is, is that Madonna has done everything. She, she arrived at the right time when MTV was starting and the world of music video was starting. So every music video was epic, a different look every time. She's the queen of reinvention. And so for female singers post-Madonna, not that she's dead, but it's hard for them to find something new to do because Madonna's done a huge amount of stuff. And they're always going to be compared. And do you think people realise that? Because that's the thing for me, is that I think... And no, because they don't get the history. Yeah, and that's why I don't get... I think if, when you've got a YouTube like generation, they don't realise that they can actually access this stuff. They can realise that Madonna's done this before. Well, they don't. There's a certain... <clears throat> I don't know. I love music. I live for music. I listen to music as often as I possibly can. I'm not... I don't discriminate with music. I will listen to Katie Lang. I will listen to Tracy Chapman. I will listen to the Spice Girls. I will listen to... Not wrong with the Spice Girls. Girl. Girl. I will listen to R&B, hip-hop, indie, everything. Apart from jazz. Um, <laughs> I can't stand fast jazz. Um... But I'll, I'll know the history of it because my, I was raised right. My parents have this amazing vinyl collection and they listened to good music. They didn't listen to mum and dad music. There was no Chris de Berg in my house. It <sighs> was the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. You can't Jimmy say Hale. that about Chris. Really? Really? Oh. He's up there with Enya and Clanad and... Ugh. But my parents, my <laughs> mum was into the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin. My dad was into Motown Soul. Amazing. So okay, that, that is good, a pretty good one. was fierce. Yeah. So I knew, uh, growing up, in a very white town in the middle of nowhere in South Yorkshire, where there were no black people, I knew about Motown. I knew... That Michael Jackson wasn't just Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was the Jackson Five. Mm-hmm. The Jackson mm-hmm. Five was Motown, and there are roots going on there. And I did my research, whereas young people these days probably think of Madonna. Someone said it to me the other day about talking to the young people. They think of Madonna as that old slag in a leotard, which is mm. heartbreaking because she like, has no idea what she did before that. Like she did. Groundbreaking videos, groundbreaking performances was the most confident. She changed the world. Yeah. And everybody grew up with her. Everybody, in one way or another, has grown up with her. Yeah. Soundtrack to your life. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I was younger, Immaculate Collection, I played on repeat. Today. On my compact disc player. Oh. I know. Who knew they still. Do they still exist? Do people still have compact displays? I don't. I don't. No. I don't have any... I used to have about 500 CDs and I don't have any. Yeah. Anymore. God bless like, you. All my Wi-Fi. music is on my phone. On Spotify. That's Spotify. Um, <laughs> well done. <laughs> but no, because I just... For years I had a wall of like CD racks and then I was like, why am I keeping them? I don't have, I physically don't have anything to play them on anymore. So... 
sell them all. I've still got the Madonna ones because I can't. I can't. You can't let go. Let go. Yeah. Um, but for me growing up, Madonna was, um, you know, it's a little gay boy. When did you come out? Uh, he came out 15, 16, borderline, which is Madonna's song. <laughs> borderline 15, 16. I love that. I knew that I was Madonna's gay. song is so good. Isn't borderline in, isn't that in Britney's film? Yeah, I think maybe. I think it is. Maybe. Okay, so I just totally ruined your coming out story. So, okay. but I knew from the age of 11 that I was um, licking the other side of the stamp. Um, and then... I've well, never heard that before. <laughs> I know, Jesus it's beautiful. Christ. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> which is weird because the side. Uh, no, the, the thing is, what I'm saying. Is You're like literally licking the queen. The queen's head. Can't you just say like singing <laughs> the from the? Yeah. You're singing from a different hymn sheet. Yes. Okay, let's go with that because yeah. otherwise you're licking the queen. <laughs> well, I've been, I've been known to. <laughs> Bend over like you're playing pool. Work. No. Oh, absolutely terrible. Okay, bring it back. Bring so, it yeah, back. Madonna. So, yeah, I just, she was, I didn't look up to men, unless I was licking the queen. Okay. Um, but, so, I didn't look up to men because I didn't respect men. Because men to me were violent and angry and... And that was nothing to do with your dad or like your friends. No, or no, no. Like it that. was just that image was portrayed in yeah. the eighties and nineties that you know that's what a man does, especially in Yorkshire. You have that as well. Yeah. Um, so I looked up to women because I related to women because women fancied men as early as I. And if you're going to look up to anybody, it would be Madonna because she was like when I came out, she was the most famous woman on the planet, up there with Princess Diana. So. Everything she did, I just absorbed. And if we, you know, carrying on about Madonna, the speech she's given last night. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah. So she's been vilified for years now. Since she turned 50 and she's 58 yeah. now. Wow. Um, That's insane. And she's been waiting a long time to do this speech. She did a speech about... Um, being criticised for being a woman, being criticised for being a slut, being criticised for growing old disgracefully, being criticised for being old. Um, and she called everybody out on it. And it's a, a speech that I think will go down in history and I think women will look up to that and will look up to her so much more now. Because it takes balls oh my to God, it does. call out the industry on how horrific they've been to her and that's and the thing is it's so superficial so you know it's so it's, if you think of what everybody else like there's so many celebs that have done things that has are so so much worse and yeah. what has she's she done she's never been pictured falling out of a club she's never been in a drug no. scandal a sex scandal um an abuse scandal she's you know she was in the 80s and in the 80s there was Madonna, Michael Jackson, Prince, Whitney Houston, George Michael. They were the key players. Yeah. Obviously, Michael, Whitney and Prince are no longer with us. Yeah. George Michael is probably, I don't know, driving into a shop window somewhere. Yeah, that's not good either. Um, <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, but, but anything that controversy about Madonna, she's 
controlled that. Yeah. So every news headline that goes, Madonna controversy, it's because of a video that she has made and put out there to shock people and push people's buttons and to remain part of the conversation. And it's not just been about her, it's been about opening up a conversation about other things as well. And that's the thing, that Madonna doesn't do it just about her. No, it's about starting a conversation about religion, about sexuality, about HIV, about feminism, so many different things. And none of the female performers that are around today would be able to do what they are able to do without Madonna. So, in terms of like, I mean, Madonna has made such a massive impact and a massive influence in culture, Mm -hmm. I know in your life, ofs, but I mean... She is such a strong individual who has impacted so many people in the ways that they don't realise. I mean, could you put RuPaul in that category as well? Oh, nice segue. Uh, thank you. Uh, yes, definitely. Um, another reason why me and Vix have bonded so well is the <laughs> fact that we love RuPaul's Drag Race. Girl. And I think a lot of people write RuPaul's Drag Race off as being, like, uh, America's Next Top Model or Celebrity Big Brother or something like that. It's just shove a bunch of gay men into a workroom and see what happens. It's so much more than so that. So much more. I can remember writing my first RuPaul album on tape. So Vince was talking about CD Walkmans. I was talking about <laughs> Walkman. Yeah, you've just shown like, your age. cocoon, cocoon. <laughs> Put the tape in, press play. Get a biro in, do the spool. No, you didn't. Yes. Oh, girl. I had to hide the tape from my parents. <sighs> I can remember RuPaul being I did on not like the this. second cover of a Gay Times that I stole from newsagents. You stole it from a newsagent? I always used to steal Gay Times from newsagents. Oh, my God. Philip. All you have to do is wait for someone to buy some cigarettes. Are you serious? Then the... the guy turns his back to get the cigarettes and you can... Okay, this podcast should not be about people stealing stuff. No, but little gays just wait for that guy to turn around to pick up the cigarettes <laughs> and you can get your gay magazine off the top shelf. Um, but yeah, RuPaul, I mean, to me he was just a monster Amazonian crazy creature. Incredible, the legs! He's been around for my entire life and, um, and then RuPaul's Drag Race happened. It did. I mean, for me, I knew about RuPaul, like, and for me, she came onto the scene when Mac took her on as a, uh, as, yeah. as their ambassador, but obviously you introduced me to RuPaul when last year, unfortunately, after seven years, I, uh, hadn't... She became single. <laughs> I became single. That's, that's a good way of putting it. I didn't it, know where that was going. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> We've done talking about We're four balls in. What on earth am I supposed to do? So, RuPaul, like... Saved you. She did. And Michelle. I can't can't deny that Michelle and Ru together... I don't know if you guys have heard RuPaul and Michelle's podcast, What's the Tea? Oh my God, you should. Subscribe on iTunes. Damn right. Seriously? Um, And also, buy Michelle Visage's book, The Diva Rule. It's because really when good. I was on holiday at Vix's parents' place this August, I lent her my copy, signed copy, yes, of right. the Rules, and you read it, it in a day. one day, and next thing you know, mm-hmm, girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. Diva Rules. Damn right. 
Um, but I think the thing with RuPaul's Drag Race is people write it off as being just a bunch of gay men in a workroom making dresses and looking pretty. It's yeah. so much more than that. It takes a lot of guts and, and, and courage to come out as gay. It takes a whole lot more, especially in a country like America, certain areas of America, to then put on some heels and a dress and a wig and go out and entertain people. Um, and so you see all those stories and and you see RuPaul, who is, is the pioneer queen of drag, backing them up and but she's, celebrating she's, them. She's not empowering being, them. Not being like a yeah. drag queen that most people think drag queens are. Because I think most people think of drag queens and go... Bitchy, nasty, and picking on the people in the front row, being like, "Girl, bitch, what? You look like shit." RuPaul never does that. No. RuPaul is about celebrating people. Um, Who they are. Being quite spiritual. Empowering them. Empowering them and celebrating every aspect of them. And he will face the worst and the best drag queens and give them exactly the same treatment. And that's the thing that I think, like between, I mean, I think they've got the panel right now. Yeah. I mean, we're we're what seven, eight? Hold on, where are we? Se- season we're seven. We're about to go into season nine. Oh my god, we're at se- oh my god, we're at season nine. Yeah, <laughs> and we've had two all stars. So. We have had two all stars, which the second one I have to say, I that's think I I think I prefer to the first. Yeah, I prefer the second one. Oh, definitely. Like yeah. that has that's been am- the best. Season, that's right? been amazing, the and I have, season. and so many people on that one, I have forgotten how much I loved. Yeah. Like Roxy. Oh. And she's come back even redeemed better. Redeemed Yes. Life. She has redeemed. redeemed. Alyssa. I love her. Amazing. Like, yeah. there's It was been the a... best season of RuPaul's Drag Race ever. Yeah. Just, they just got it right. The right amount of people. The right mix of people. Yeah. And also, the thing that I didn't know until recently, have to listen to What's the Tea... Um, was that that was filmed immediately after season seven. seven. Yeah. So literally, Ginger Minge and Katia... Wow, yeah. ...had just come out of the workroom and were... Back in Back it. in, within weeks. Yeah. Up against... Some of the biggest... Drag, up against Alaska, who has had... Yeah. Three, ...like three or four years on them of performing around the world. And they still held their own. And it was the twist and the revenge, and it was just. Oh, it was, yeah. Can't wait for season nine. But the thing is with drag queens, I think this is really interesting because I've come from like I'm straight woman, and I've been exposed to this amazing world of drag through you, and I absolutely have embraced it and loved it, and and to the point that when I, you know, when my boyfriend broke up with me last year, I genuinely feel that RuPaul and Michelle helped me through my breakup. And yeah. coming through now, if you look at the UK and its drag sort of love, it, it comes from a very generic place because you have Lily, you have Lily Savage, and yeah. you have Dame Edna. And, and in the UK, that's pretty much your generic Yeah, unless you, drag unless you go to gay bars. And then, yeah. So drag is still and always has been kind of quite huge in the UK. Um, and drag... UK drag is very different from American drag. Yeah. Because UK drag, drag queens sing live in the UK. They do. Always and, yeah, and live. There's no lip sync. They're more, they're more comedic here. They're more, yeah, they have to be stand-up comedians because yeah. it's a tough crowd. 
where I was in America and I've been, I've seen lots of drag queens in New York and they lip sync and, and then people put their dollar bills in their dress and in their bra whilst they're performing. It's That's a very weird. bizarre yeah. thing. Like, I don't think a UK drag queen would put up with someone interrupting their performance to do that. Um, but what RuPaul's Drag Race has done is reignited a love or drag in the appreciation for it in all of its forms as yeah well. and I mean who so we went to see so we've seen Bianca this year together and Bob and we've seen Bob we saw Bob and he was amazing but who was the Manchester drag queen that we saw was it um Davina oh, de Campo Davina de Campo amazing what that girl oh my god For she those was who don't able know, she was if you watch the voice Oh, UK yeah, she was in the voice. Year. She was the drag queen opera singer. Yes. And they all, no one turned around for her, but then when they did, it yeah. was jaws to the floor. She was epic. Like She was so good. She took that audience and she took them on a journey. Yeah. That's what a warm-up act is yeah. all about. Completely. And she whipped them into a frenzy. She um, was pretty impressive. So... Yeah, so it's kind of weird seeing drag queens. I mean, the thing with RuPaul's Drag Race as well is he's embraced different kinds of drag. So there's the classic kind of drag of beautiful dress, beautiful hair, everything done. And then there's also people... But then he's embraced people like Alaska and Sharon Needles who do kind of genderqueer, yeah. genderfuck. Yeah. You know, ugh, not but then you've got like a door, haven't you? You've got people like that as yeah, well who are kind of like younger. They're kind of grungy, yeah. They're sort of in that kind of place. And jinx. And jinx. jinx. Oh my god, a yeah. Different kind of. But that's the thing. I think for me, as you know, and 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 every time you know, I'm talking to someone. It's it. I'm like a broken record because I'm saying you have to watch this stuff. It's not just for like. It's not like you say. It's not like Americans. Uh, America's Next Top Model. It's mm. more about working out who you are through these people you're listening yeah. to their journeys and you're listening to what they've been through and thinking okay well my life is this and it's nothing like theirs but you can still apply it there's something that they are mm. going through which is a part of your journey as well as theirs yeah you always get strength from someone who's been through more than you yeah whether it's good or bad yeah so and listening to some of the stories that those queens talk about about being abandoned when they were children and kicked out because their parents don't get it or even drag queens are on that show whose parents still don't know that they do drag yeah like oh Kim my goodness Chi. yeah and season eight her parents had never seen her do drag hold on it was someone was else as well flawless and amazing yeah and you just think oh my god your parents would be if they got it should be but so then there's great. been drag queens on RuPaul's who have actually reconnected with them because of RuPaul. Yes, yeah. So he tries to do that as well. So there have been parents of when they do the reunited or the finale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think between it's Michelle... It's so much more than a Yeah, and between Michelle and RuPaul, and I know it's RuPaul's show, but I think the reason why he got Michelle on in season three, I think it was, you know, she has brought so much... To that show, well, she should have been in it from season one. But well, then so, uh, yeah, she had that radio. Thing. They had the radio thing. And, you know, she's um, yeah. RuPaul has to be nice, and Michelle doesn't. 
I think that's how it works. But Michelle well. doesn't throw shade. She doesn't she throw shade. She tells it like it is. Yeah, she's the T. Yeah, and it can be hard to hear, but it's never malicious. She's my girl. Yeah. She's my girl, and I still haven't forgiven. You read the book. I know, girl, and I still haven't forgiven you and Oliver for going without me to see her. No, Matt no. Her. As much as I love you and you're one of my best friends, no. Met her, I made her laugh. Yep, still not there over that. So. So now we're gonna move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice segue <laughs> to um, because obviously I've mentioned that I have a boyfriend um, and Vix does not. Thank you for that. Thank you for the reminder. Um, that Vix is on Tinder. I am. So we're going to do a section of the podcast called Tinderella. Mm-hmm, girl. Uh-huh. And find out what Vix has been, ha- what's been happening on the older Tinder front lately. Well, to be honest. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas. What am I going to do? The problem is, I've, okay, so Mistletoe. I've. Mistletoe. I know, girl, but I have had, okay, so I've had one date this week and the guy was so funny you know, and this is what's amazing on is purpose? that what he was funny on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, the guy was. Because sometimes they can just be funny and they. Don't no, 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 no. He was so nice, and I, and you know, I do want to go on a second date with him. Um, but the, the the frustrating thing about this whole year, I have been on so many dates. And you have seriously. I know. I've got a spreadsheet. <laughs> different highlighters, and like. People with the same name. I'm try being on my phone. I'm like green. What's that? Yellow is day. so confusing when you're adding people with the same name. I can tell you that right now. Oh my god! But Seriously. I just I can't. It's like back when I was single, and every guy in my phone's last name was Grinder. <laughs> Rob Grinder, Dave Grinder, Harry Grinder. But that's what I have. So I have a T. Like, For wow, Tinder, I have a T. Very popular last name. Yeah. So you've got the T. So well, I've got the T. The T from Tinder. You've got the B from Bumble. You've got the H Bumble. from Hinge. Red, straight people are rubbish at app names. No, they're not. You were doing the same thing Bumble. as you're doing. Bumble's... Uh, hey, look, Bumble... Bumble. Bumble is one of these apps. We met I'm on kinda... Bumble. Yeah, Maybe. but seriously. Okay, okay. Grinder. Okay, give me... Scruff. Let me give you the tea on Bumble. So, Bumble is this weird app where it's basically Tinder, but the women have to talk first. So is that oh, fe- is that no. is that feminist or not? Um. Oh, don't get started on feminism. <laughs> Go. But do you know what I mean? Is it that the the men are lazy because they can swipe you and then you have to talk to them, so they definitely know you like them, or is it giving women the power to say no? You don't have to talk to me. I have to talk to them. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing. But then, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's a certain well, type of woman. You know what? I, <laughs> like, I have to say... You can't be a timid woman on Bumble. No, and the, and the men on Bumble are hot. Really? Yeah, they really are. But, know. you know, statistically, you, you've got more chance on Tinder because there's more people. But hey. And so you said Tinder and Bumble and there was another Hinge. one. Hinge. Hinge. So Hinge, Hinge I'm not a massive fan of. Hinge. Hinge, yeah. It's, Hinge. I just, it it's sound... weird. It's very strange. I'd ra- I do tend to focus what's, more... What's the deal with Hinge? Like, it, why is it So, different? Hinge, you put in all the things that you like doing, you... Potentially. Be... No. 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 It's more that, hey, this dude has travelled to Never- 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 the Netherlands. The Netherlands. <laughs> okay, that totally showed that we're four balls in. And 
you know, oh, you have two. Well done. Like, let's match. Oh, God. So it's giving you suggestions on the places that you've been. Oh, Jesus wept. Yeah. So it's a bit weird. That's right. It's a bit strange. I've been to Sheffield. Have you been to Sheffield? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. So they uh, they must obviously base it off your, like, Facebook profile or something, but it's it's oh kind of weird. Oh, my God. I must admit, I do kind of focus more on Tinder and Bumble, but... You should hinge, sounds like. Yeah. Well, it sounds like minge. <laughs> it's just so awful. Okay, so I, I am never... Like, hang on, minge again. I like Justin Bieber. <laughs> do you? Yes, I'm a six-year-old girl. Oh, no, I don't want to go with the sexy old girl. No. But I tell you what, since I've become single, I have become the master of the selfie. Oh, well, yeah. Like, I don't know, I don't know how many guys are listening that are are single, but oh my goodness, when you become single and you go on Tinder, you go on Bumble and things like that, you become the master you know how to take a selfie yeah. if you look at my facebook profile before and then you see some profile pictures and you're like is that what you thought I know. would be a good thing I've, I've actually been on dates that's before that's a picture of a tree this is the thing i have been on dates before when i have been out with them and thinking oh they look quite nice but they sound really entertaining and i've gone out and i've been like dude you are hot oh i'm talking about the other way oh the other way like... No, just awful profile pictures. So I'm like, did you not want to Yeah, but you swipe them. You swipe them. If they uh, have a bad profile picture... It's quite a good hobby to just look at bad profile pictures. Well, I mean, when, I'm, when I go out, and obviously I do that a lot, <laughs> uh, I do hand my phone over. My friends mm, take my... That's a tri- risky little game. I know, but, like, it's quite exciting. Because mm. they will swipe people who I wouldn't necessarily go for. And it is quite interesting. I have been on a couple of dates where it's been people swiping and I have they could be, They could be playing a trick on you. It could be a mugshot. I don't think my friends are that mean. You never know. Well, you I would hope with, they're not. You could be going out with Jewish wife-beating Mel Gibson before you even know it. Wow, that's... A, okay, Jewish wife-beating Mel Gibson. That's, um, that's, that's specific. I know. <laughs> I just went on the mugshot thing and then I really... Okay, okay, fair enough. Four balls in, people. Yeah, I know, we're really are. I know, good. So, so yes. So, okay. bring it back So, down. bring it so back. Bring it, down bring it back. Bring it back. Okay, so the girl has been on 101 dates this year and I have not been past the second date. Oi. Oi vey. Oi vey. So Jewish. <laughs> um, well, well, that brings us nice around to 2017. Yep. So what are we hoping for? Because this year has been awful. Like, awful. Like a dick. Like, I cried for the first time ever. I don't usually cry when celebrities die. But Victoria Wood died this year. Oh, Victoria. Cried in And Alan and David. David, Alan and Victoria are my main ones. And Prince. Oh my God. I I apologise massively. Prince as well. So those are my four. And Prince those are my four. and Victoria Wood within two days of each other. Oh my goodness. That I didn't even realise it was two week. days. There's so many Kardashians. Um, <laughs> trade them. Take them. Take them, please. <laughs> God. Although, Trump, I, although don't take Chloe. I will Chloe. play top Trumps with Trump. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. Bring it back to the Kardashians. 
Don't take Chloe. Never take Chloe. No, take no to Chloe. Hilarious. Take the rest of them. Don't take Chloe. Take I freaking love Kayden her. Take Jenner, please. Somebody. Yeah, someone. Well, she's <laughs> seriously awful Republican mess. No, but hold on, hold on, hold on. I get that she's Republican. Like, um, there's so many things about her that are wrong. However, has she brought something to the masses that no one could ever reach? You don't want to get me started on this girl. <laughs> okay, maybe that's for the next. That's for another I, podcast. I Let's think, do that another podcast. Yeah. I think she's done something for trans rights, but I think she's. It's a bit of a hot and cold thing. The privileged one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But that's no. where she has a power. But and anyway, that's yeah. something to tune into next time. <laughs> um, so, two thousand seventeen. What is going to be okay. different? Uh, well, let's just hope that the world is not going to be as fucked up as this year. Because we... Hashtag I mean, Donald Trump. Trump, Brexit, people dying. Know, like, we've both had pretty up. hard times at work. Yeah. You know, this has been a pretty tricky year. I've had tricky, you know, situations in terms of work and personal life. And do you know what? 2017, bring it like, on. Seriously. Seriously. I need some good no, stuff Brexit, in my life. No, bring it. Yes. Ah. Girl, we need that shit on. We just need to go out and have fun. Oh my goodness. This year, you've tried to go out and have fun and then something awful has happened. Every time. You've ended up drinking through misery. We need to That's drink the thing, you're commiserating rather than celebrating. Exactly. And this it's is like, it. Cheers. Prince has died. Oh, crap. No. You go out and you commiserate. And this is this has been the whole year. We've had this all year. Yeah. So we need to focus on how 2017 is going to be different. Yeah. It's going to be better. Be, it has to be better. It has to be. It's the first year of my 40s. Yes. And life begins. Damn right. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Girl. And you are going to uh, focus on Tinder, not Bumble and Minge. <laughs> Leave out the minge. It's hey, not called if minge. T- if Tinder doesn't work out <laughs> by about September, then you need to go follow Oh, uh, do you know what? Do you, yeah, me. but the thing is with me is I think my problem lies with the fact that I spend my life in Soho. We've had this yeah. conversation. You and I have had this conversation. Surrounded by gays. My problem is, is that... But the th- thing is, I love my friends and I don't care who, what, how they are... They're my friends, yeah. and the, uh, you know the problem is, is that majority of them are gay, and and, and I love spending my life in yeah. Soho, and but unfortunately straight people like that. What were we saying the last time we recorded this podcast? The way you speak, <laughs> men. Weddings. Weddings. You have got. I eight have. Weddings I've got eight next weddings year. next year. That's I do. It. You need to hang around the bar at the <laughs> wedding. And look out for those crying. Men. I do. Crying? Are you kidding? Listen. Are you kidding? Seriously. It's like an easy show. I need. I seriously, guys who are crying. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Back, back. You go, because for me, you'll be crying as well. I won't be <laughs> crying. If, if they anything, say that's orders. I was gonna say if they say that they're gonna run out of sambuca, then they are. Maybe so, but hey, for me, Just not the groom. That's the, that's the I'm not going to go for the groom. Just I not the groom. Well, I am going to my first gay wedding next year. I am yes. so excited. 
so excited. My bestest friends, Eon and Warwick, are getting married in Croatia. I could not be more excited. And I have bullied them <laughs> into making me part of the wedding party. And I am so, so excited. So I have some really amazing adventures ahead of me. And who knows what will happen. And let's just hope that between Tinder, weddings and... Working in the middle of central uh, London. A binge. Someone might be qualifying as part of a third date rather than a second. So who knows? Yeah. So then maybe that's my resolution. I think it should be. You should. What did you, okay, so, so I've done mine. And obviously it's focused on me because I'm selfish like that. <laughs> but, okay, what about you? What are you, what are you um, doing? What's your resolution for I'm this starting year? the year in a good way because I'm not going to be in the UK. New Year's Eve. I'm no, be, you're not. You're... I'm going to be in Sidjez. Nice. Um, I don't think it's going to be any warm weather it is here. But, but you're going to be away, so that's the main thing. I'll be away. Um, and, yeah, I just um, hopefully spend more time with my boyfriend. He moved away a few months ago. But he got promoted, so he got, he got an amazing he got a job. job. He's only a yeah. narrow way, but we used and to we see love each him. other four times a week and never really see each other twice a month. But that's nothing against him. That's, you know, yeah, that's nothing against yeah. him. He's, he works hard for the money. Absolutely, and we um, love him. And we're going to have an epic holiday um, this year, hopefully. And yeah, I'm kind of, despite everything that's gone on, I'm optimistic. I'm always glasses half full. Yeah. You've got to be. There's no point Just in misery. There's no point in it. Negativity. Is... When there's Prosecco in the world, why <laughs> the hell? There isn't any more. We've drunk Prosecco, gin, vodka, wine. Why the hell would you say that this world's a miserable place? It's not. Well, yeah. And then you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> and then you anyway. have to go to work. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, so, <laughs> um, Yeah. So, okay. hopeful, optimistic, going to see Adele next year. We are, girl! And we're going to see Bianca. We're going to see Bianca. We're going to see Bianca Del Rio. Bianca and Adele. We've and got Adele. them. And we're going to be doing more of these podcasts. We are. Yep. Sharing our lives. Probably tonight. If this, <laughs> one, if this one doesn't work, then the next one is going to be very special. I know. It's going to be fabulous. And it's going to be a series of bleep. And burps and but I think I think we have I think we have stuff to give. I think we have stuff to share. I think so. You know, we both work in sexual health. Yeah. You know, you work for gay men's sexual health and HIV. Yeah. I work in I work in reproductive health with abortion, oh, yeah. vasectomy, and sexual health. So I think we have stuff to share. I'm trying to keep the gays alive. So. Um, and we um, bring we, it on, Daily Mail. Well, you say that you keep the gays alive. I think we keep Soho alive. <laughs> I, well, I do. With our consuming of Prosecco. <laughs> no bars closing down so anytime soon. No, no, girl, I think we got that covered. Okay, so, okay. So, thank you for listening. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at... Two Bottles in underscore UK. And we will be posting any pictures for when Philip and I are out having Prosecco or... To be honest, we pretty much drink anything that's going <laughs> all, all the time. Um, well, we, you can follow us and we, we will show you our adventures and journeys. And there'll be Facebooks and Instagrams and all of that. All that kind of stuff. Out. And if there's anything you guys want us to talk about, you can always let us know. No. But be nice. 
Okay. No, don't anyway, be nice. That's fun. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Merry Christmas and, and to all you of you good night. Seventeen. Hey, girl. Yeah. Bye. If that crashes, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. That was good as well.